Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Jesus is a Hello, everyone. This is Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio. And your, the program today is the Kingdom Kids Spirit, Soul, and Body Series. And we have a brand new topic. Uh, it is the horse and the mouse life, or the horse and the donkey's life. Hallelujah. Hope you are doing okay. Today, today is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it, in the name of Jesus. And we thank God for what He's doing. We have a hope, and the hope is in our Lord and Master Savior. So let us embrace Him today. So we have 
this brand new topic to bless us. The Lord has given it to us, and we will rejoice and be glad in it in the name of Jesus. So please join with me now as we ask the Lord to teach us and to lead us in the name of Jesus. Father, we just embrace you today. We thank you, Lord. You will never leave us. You will never forsake us. You are Emmanuel. God God is with us in the name of Jesus. We thank you, O God, for you are Jehovah Shammah. You will never leave us and you will never forsake us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you for teaching us, using us, uh, molding us, and leading us. Father, it's you we need. We do not need any other thing. We need all of you in the name of Jesus. You are all that we need today. In the going out, in the coming in, in the lying down, in the rising up. Teach us, O God, we are ready. Our hearts are open in the name of Jesus. Father, whatever it is that will block our heart today, remove it, soften our heart in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. There are many of us, O God, in different situations. We know, O God, with you, when we are weak, we are strong in the name of Jesus. And every situation is subject to you, O God, in the name of Jesus. We might have a war before us, but to you there is a way in the name of Jesus. We thank you, receive you today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Like I said today, we have a brand new topic, the horse and the most life. And I hope you've been joining with us and praying. There is a program which I, I, I uh, is a topic. I just say, let us pray. There is a time to pray. Uh, Corporate-wise, because two are better than one. You see, when we join together, we can move mountains. We can do more. See, three is better than even two. Uh, four, you can imagine the multiplication that occurs when we all join together in unity. You see? So the key is in unity. When we join together and call on the name of the Lord, and he will heed our land when we repent. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you for what you are doing in Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio. We thank you for uh, Reverend Dr. Donald Gandhi and the family. We know you are in control of this ministry. You are in control of this program. You are in control of the family. You are in control of every facet of our life and ministry and family. Nobody but Jesus will have her and her ministry. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, we love you, and we just want to make sure that everyone is okay today. Hallelujah. So like I said, we are going to be talking about the horse and the donkey's life. Now, you will find that the horse in the in our father's time, we see that they were kind of a military strength. In addition to the fact that the horse can be used for just enjoying life and riding on them, we find that the horse was for a military strength to demonstrate the strength of the uh, of the people in that particular uh, city or village. So they use it to to uh, for safety, and they use it for <clears throat> excuse me to deliver them because the horse has a great strength, the same as donkey. So you can use donkey, you can muscle them to uh, for farming and all kinds of uh, uh, resources you can gather from them. Today I'm going to be uh, saying that when you look at the horse and the donkeys and their life, and you will see the comparison 
in the scripture as to how they react to uh, situations, you will see that most of us are in the same lifestyle, if I put it that way. First and foremost, before I go ahead, let's go to the scripture and see what the scripture is saying about this horse and the most life. Now, if you go to uh, uh, Psalm 32, Psalm 32, Psalm 32. Okay, I'm going to read from uh, King James Version. And I'm reading from, uh, let's say from verse 1, okay? From verse 1, but the proof test is verse 8 and 9, verse 8 and 9. But let's read from verse 1. And I'm reading. It said, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is uh, what? Whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does it, to whom the Lord imputes no iniquity, and in whose spirit there's no God. <coughs> Excuse me. In whom there is no what? God. Bless, uh, verse 3 says, When I kept silence, my bones was good through my roaring all the day long. Verse 4, For day and night the, thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer. Seller. Verse 5 says, I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and my iniquities have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgression unto the Lord, and thou forgivest the iniquity of my sin. Seller. 32, uh, verse 6 says, For this shall everyone that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the flood of great waters they shall not come nigh unto thee. Verse 7 says, Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with sons of deliverance. Verse 8 says, He said, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with my eye. Verse 9 says, Be ye not as horse or as a mole, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be kept must be held in with beat and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. See, many, verse 10 says, Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusted in the law, mercy shall compass them about. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, ye righteous, and shall for joy all ye that are upright in heart. Hallelujah. So we see here that God wants to forgive sinners. And forgiveness has always been part of his loving. He announced this to Moses. And he also revealed it to David. And he also allowed us to have this understanding by way of Jesus Christ. Today we have the spirit of the living God that we can even know more or we should know more these verses that is from verse 1 and 2 you see convey several aspects of god's forgiveness he works he forgave us when we are disobedience and he uh, cover all our sins and he clears uh, our record of guilt and um we see all this happening, okay? Now, when we uh, uh, see, uh, when we confess, because when we confess our sin, uh, we agree with God to acknowledge that he is right to declare what we have done, what we have done. I mean, I mean when we have done wrong, we, we we declare that yes, 
we have done wrong. I acknowledge that he's right. And and that uh, uh, it means affirming our intention of ab- abandoning that sin, that sin in order to follow God more faithfully. It means what? We abandon uh, the sin in order to f- to follow God more faithfully. And when we do that, verse 8 says, verse 8 says, uh, verse 8, uh, God began to speak. And he said, I will instruct thee and I will teach thee in the way they should go, in the way thou should go. I will guide thee with my eyes. So when we live out of sin, he's going to instruct us so that we will not fall in the same pit or live in the same path in the same pattern. And he will teach us uh, in the way now going forward how we shall live, how we shall walk. Because he said, if we live in the spirit, walk in it. So what is the business of saying, oh, I I am living in the spirit, and then we are not walking in the spirit. You see? He said, I will guide thee with my eye. Guiding it with the eye of, uh, eye of faith. We should be able to guide, to be guided with the eye of the Lord. He will guide us with the spirit of living God. We will hear his words. Hallelujah. You see, I grew up with my uh, understanding, uh, 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 of my mom speaking to me with the eye. So there are so many times when I, I go with her uh, even with my other uh, siblings, when we go 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 with her to uh, visit friends or family, and um, when we have learned over the years how he speaks to us, so and when we go to these places and they, uh, we are careful not to eat, you see. So then they will invite us and they will say, oh, okay, uh, you are welcome. Uh, how is the family? How is this? How is that? Now uh, they bring they bring something for us to eat. And we just look. <laughs> we just look at her, at her face. <laughs> and with the uh, movement in the eye, in a certain manner, we are able to know to eat or not to eat. And we just humbly say, oh, we are, we, we've eaten. We're, we ate before we just came, so we are full. So thank you so much, you see. So it's what we learn. You see, God wants us to teach us. He wants to teach us. He wants us to also have that understanding. Hallelujah. Now look look at uh, this. Uh, uh, in, look at I will come back. We will come back to that very eight and nine. Um, where before I go further, uh, Brito, uh, just Brito. Uh, yeah, let's 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 go slowly. Now, this, I don't want to go ahead of myself. First of all, let's go to Matthew, Matthew chapter 13. Okay. Jesus was talking about the parable of the sower. And he, uh, from verse 10, you see, and the disciple came and said unto him, What speaker thou unto them parables? You see, and he, and he answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whatsoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whoever hath not from him shall be taken away 
even that he had. Therefore, speak I to them in parable, because they see, they see, they see, see not. That is, they see, but they are not seeing. They hear, but they do not hear, hear not. Neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, as Elijah, which said, By hearing, you shall hear, and shall not understand. And seeing, you shall see, and shall not perceive. For these people had its worst draws, and their ears are dull hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their hearts, and should be converted, and I should heal them. See? So verse 16 says, He said, But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and religious men have desired to see these things which ye see, I have not seen them. And to hear those things which you hear, I have not heard them. Hallelujah. So we thank God for what Jesus has done. We really appreciate what he has done. Because when we see this, we have the Spirit of God living in us. And you see here, we are the same people. They were our, our fathers. And we have the same uh, Lord that came from our fathers. You see, so we 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 see that many of them could not do much. And in the same way today, we are not able to do much because most of us lack wisdom. Most of us lack understanding. Very, very important. Because Proverbs 4, verse 7 says, wisdom is the principal thing. It says, therefore, get wisdom. And with all that getting, get understanding. We seriously need wisdom in every area of our life. We need wisdom. We need uh, uh, understanding. We need to hear from him. Of what use is our Christianity when we don't hear from him? When we pray, we don't hear from him. Pray. We don't understand because praying is a conversation. It's like I'm talking now, then you talk back, and I pray he ought to pray back. I mean, yeah, talk back to me. So I talk to him, he talked to me. So when I open my eye, I should see. And when I uh, uh, listening, I should be able to hear. Hallelujah. So, contrary to this, many of us, we do not see and we do not hear. We lack understanding. We lack wisdom. And these are critical areas of life by which we will thrive by which we are able to be uh, we are able to live well and be healed if we don't hear we don't see we do not understand what is the difference between us and unbelievers we should be able to see with the eye of faith. We should be able to have the spirit of discernment, to be able to discern and understand. Understanding is so important in our life. Now look at, uh, let's look at, <clears throat> excuse me, let's look at Proverbs chapter 3. 
Okay, Proverbs chapter three. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna read from verse one. He said, My son, forget not my laws, but let thy high thy heart keep my commandment. Days and long life and peace shall add to thee. So you can see here, even before we go to the proof test, which is uh verse four and five. Now it's talking about long life and uh, prosperity and peace. You see, long life and peace. You see, now verse 3 says, Let no mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck, write them upon the table of thy heart. You see, mercy and truth. I think I spoke about the, the line uh, uh, that uh, Satan is the author of uh, lies. I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. Now, here we are seeing that mercy and truth should be an integral part of us. He said, Lord, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. He said, we should bind them, bind them about our neck, write them upon the table of thy heart. That is, they should be inside, they should be in, in dwelling in our heart, mercy and truth. Let it be on the table of our hearts. Now, verse 4 says, So shall thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. In other words, if we do not have this key ingrained in our heart, we are not able to find favor. We are not able to get good understanding. So we will have an understanding. There's no doubt about that. But the understanding we have lacks the wisdom of God. Now, verse 5 says, it said, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not on thy own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be head to thy navel, and marrow to thy bones. Now, let's get back, before I, I come back to this again, Let's get back to uh, the proof test, which is uh, uh, Psalm 32, verse 8 and 9. Okay? Verse 8 says, I will show thee and teach thee in the way they should go, and I will guide thee with my eye. Now, verse 9 says, Be ye not as the horse or as the mole, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be heard in with bit and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Hallelujah. You see how the Lord describes some people as being like a horse or mole or donkeys controlled by bit and bridles. Now the bits and bridles, they are gadgets that you put in the horse to be able to control them, their movement, without which they will not be controlled. They cannot be controlled. They just go the way, the strength, the direction, the strength, guide them to. Hallelujah. So you see, many of us lack direction. We need direction seriously in the way we should go. We seriously need what? Duration. Like we wake up today, we say, oh, Lord, uh, I need your duration. It's not a matter of control. We can do whatever we want. It's not, it's not putting us into bondage. It's not saying we should not live a life. That we should enjoy ourselves. Uh, I mean, we should not enjoy ourselves. We should live a life of uh, pains. No, we are free. We have a choice. The question is, what choice are we making? Is the direction are we heading to? Is the direction uh, uh, the direction that he was, he himself will go? It's very important. 
or the choice we are making? Is that the choice our Lord will make under normal circumstances? Very important. So you weigh those those instances and see if we are being controlled or not controlled or whether we are living our life the way uh, by our understanding. You see? So these are uh, people like us or more controlled by what? Beat and bridles. You know, beat and bridles, they are gadgets which is not convenient by our standards. Some of them are according to what people say that if 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 it's not adjusted where it can inflict pains on the horse's mouth. So it has to be adjusted fairly that it will kind of reduce the the uh the pain. Okay? So they are controlled by what beat and breathers. You see. So rather than letting God guide them step by step, that is rather than letting God direct us that is control us or guide us or lead us we stubbornly leave God alone on one option. We we don't want you see. And if he wants to keep them useful for him, he must use discipline and punishment. He must use what? Discipline and punishment. But God longs to guide us with love and wisdom rather than punishment. He longs to what? Guide us with love and wisdom rather than what? Punishment. He wants to give us a direction. He offers to guide us along the best pathways. There are so many pathways over there. There are so many pathways, so many road pathways, but we are looking for the road that will lead us to everlasting life, a road that will not lead us to destruction, a road that will not lead us to pain, a road that will lead us to peace. So we must accept the advice written in God's words and don't allow stubbornness, stubbornness, stubborn, stubbornness, get in the way in our lives. So most of all lack wisdom. Most of us lack understanding. So most of all here, uh, in the in wrong way, our eyes, we cannot see. And some of us talk Anyhow, and some of us talk when we are not supposed to hear. I mean, some of us, when we are not supposed to what, talk. And the, the scripture clearly says that we should slow to speak and quick to hear. And most of us, we use our tongue in a wrong way. And most of our problems are tongue problems. Most of our most of our problems are what tongue tongue talk. Most of our problems come to us because the way we use our tongue. Hallelujah. 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 So we've seen this over the years from Isaiah chapter 6 from verse 9 to, uh, to 10, how the people, they hear, but they were not hearing. And they were not understanding. They see, they could not see. And if they had had all this understanding, the Lord would heal them. The Lord would change their lives. Hallelujah. And many of our understanding are clearly contrary to the understanding of the Lord. We are understanding in, a, in uh, uh, our understanding is clearly different from what we expect from the Lord. The wisdom of God is clearly different from 
the wisdom we have today. In the same way, the understanding we have that we lean on is very different from the understanding that the Lord wants us to get. He said, in all that getting, get wisdom. In all that getting, get understanding. He said, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all that getting, get understanding. And there are so many understanding there, here. There are so many understanding. Can you say would be your understanding? Our most understanding that we have today is clearly opposite to the understanding of the Lord. Now, when you look at many areas of our life today, we see that uh, <clears throat> we see that our we have it. Uh, 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 we 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 do not submit ourselves to God. We we do not resist the devil. We do not draw near to God. We do not uh, purify our hearts. Some of us are double-minded. Some of us uh, are paying evil with evil. Some of us are not loving our enemies. This is God's understanding. God's understanding, uh, I mean, that that is, uh, human understanding. Human understanding says we have to pay evil with evil. Human understanding says we have to love our enemies. We have to hate them. We have to kill them. We have to destroy them. But God's understanding calls for us to love our enemies. He said, of what difference is it when we do not do that. Yeah, if if we just do the same, of what difference? And when you look at uh, uh, in, in our lives, most of us are not humble. And the Lord taught, has clearly told us that we have to humble ourselves in his sight and he shall lift us up. And we are not, we are not to speak evil of another brethren. He said, He that speaketh evil of his brother, judgeth his brother, speaketh evil of the law, and judgeth the law. But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. In other words, we should speak blessing when they speak evil about us. You, 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 if you go to a uh, the book of Romans, that will, that will teach us, okay? That will teach us the understanding God wants us to, to emulate. Now, verse 10 says, uh, let's, let's start from verse uh, uh, 9. He said, let not let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. So that is reject that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. So wherever evil is, we reject it. And we take the option of good. Verse 10 says, Be kindly affectionate. That is, be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love, preferring one another. That is, not living selfishly. A selfish mind calls for, excuse me, a selfish mind calls for uh, somebody else to be in pain while you are busy uh, 
or laughing. You want others to be, uh, I don't know, you know, you know what I'm talking about, to be selfish. You see, but the Lord is saying that we need to honor the other person, consider the other person. Uh, we need to make sure the other person is okay. Then you be okay. That is, you make sure the other person is okay, it's fine. Then after that, you will turn to yourself. Make yourself okay now. Very important. That is preferring one another. But how many of us do this? This is God's understanding. He said, verse 11 said, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Fervent. All that might, with all that strength, with all that, all that we have, serving the Lord. He said, verse 12 said, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instantly, continuing instant in prayer. Now, verse 13 said, it said, distributing to the necessity of sin, giving to what? Hospitality. That is not holding back. If you see who is out there, you look around, you see who is in need, and we distribute. We give to who is needing, those who need something, those who are hungry, especially at this time, any time. doesn't have to be a period of Christmas or when there is holiday and all, but every time distributing to the necessity of brothers and sisters, especially to those who are widows, who are orphans, um, people who are very old, uh, they cannot uh, uh, walk anymore. Distributing. Uh, uh, helping the homeless. Very important. Verse 14 says, Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. So that is not our area for us to to dwell in. That is not the area for us to be uh, concentrating all our prayers. Oh, kill, 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 kill. And you, you see that how many of us, how many people have we killed with all those prayers? It, no, no killing. The killing has not happened. So why don't we concentrate our prayers on letting the Lord do the killing? And the way we do that, bless them, O oh God. Let them see you in their life. Let them repent. Let them know your salvation. Let them know that we should love one another. So bless and not curse. I know it's painful when when we are when we are ridiculed when we are treated wisely, when we are taken for granted, uh, offended, uh, we might be right, we might be wrong. Most of the time, the, uh, the natural human uh, nature is to cause, is to kill, is to pay back, increasing measure, you see, to the other uh, person. But the Lord is saying that we should bless them with persecutors. We should bless and cause not. This is his word. This is understanding. And when we do not lean to this, we lean into our understanding. And he cannot direct our path because we have leaned onto our own word, understanding. You see? Verse 15 says, Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Very important. Our area is not an area where we will begin to laugh when we see our enemies crying in, in pains and uh, we begin to say, Oh, God has punished him. God has done this. You see, he's saying, Rejoice with them that rejoice. Because they are also God's children. 
we are not the only we are not only God's children. They are also what God's children. He died for all, whether we are from uh, Asia, uh, Africa, or uh, the whole continent. He died for the whole world. You see, died for you and me. See, so it's not about who, whether we are blue, green, yellow. No, he died for everyone. So we are all God's children. The, the only difference is that they are saying they don't want him. But as far as the Lord is concerned, he came and gave his precious blood on the cross for everyone. And the moment they receive him, they become a legitimate son. They now become a born again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Except they give themselves to what? So Satan. We should rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. So when we see our brothers and sisters are weeping, uh, our our natural uh, inclination is for us to also weep, to also sympathize, to also join them. And also see what we can do. Hallelujah. He said, be of the same mind. The same mind, one towards another. And mind not high things, but condescend to men of low aspect. Excuse me. Be not wise in your own uh, conceit. You see, be of the same word, mind. We need to be in unity, you see, and uh, you you find this in 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 most places, even in in some churches, you find divided, you find uh, even uh, you find groups, which is not supposed to be. Find groups here and there. Uh, these are the poor ones, so this group, they are also, like, rejected. Hmm? It's happening in churches. Hmm? What are the scriptures say? Be of the same mind. Hmm? So we have to live in peace, in harmony with one another, with each other. So we are not to be proud or arrogant. Make friends with those who seem, who seem unimportant. Associate with the humble. Uh, those of low social status. Or be willing to do lonely tasks. Yes. We should not separate ourselves and say, okay, these are low, low social, uh, low standards. These are, these are poor people, so I will not even say hi to them. Yeah, they are there in the church. You find there's also a clique, a group within a church, which is not supposed to be. Not to talk of when we are outside. You see, so be willing to do, and, and, and the Lord also wants us to do uh, every a, a lowly task. What is the lowly task, for example, in the church? Maybe cleaning the table or wiping the chairs. Or arranging, or arranging the chairs, or maybe being an usher. And most of us just want to jump on the pulpit. You see? So the Lord is saying, do you, do you not think how smart or wise or superior you are? Without him, we are not smart. We are not superior. He is the one that makes us smart. He is the one that makes us superior. So whatever we find to do in the church, go ahead and do. Whatever, not only in the church, in everywhere we find ourselves, in our workplace, at our workplace, at our companies, at our business, we should not delegate ourselves to uh, a special status, a status that is for, okay, this is, this is what I should do. You are low social status. You go and do this. No, leaders, they save. In fact, leaders should serve, do more. 
That which is low, that is a blessing in disguise. It's a blessing to be a servant. So blessed to be serving. Extremely blessed. I don't know how much I will describe it. To be a servant. God's anoint those who serve. He just pour oil on those who are serving. It's a blessing to be a servant than just sit on the high chair. I would rather be serving than just sit on the high table. So important. It's a blessing in these guys. And I hope you get this understanding. And this understanding will do you good. It will heal you. It will heal you in a way you do not understand it. There will be a war before you. Before you know it, the war becomes a pathway for us. Now look at verse 17. He said, if somebody, if someone does wrong to you, do not pay him back by doing wrong to him. That is, do not repay evil for evil. You see, our understanding, our carnal mind is to repay everyone that does evil to us back to that person with evil, even in a, in a more evil form. You see, somebody tests something to us, want to test bad, uh, test even more bad stuff to, to that person. You see, so he said, try to do or consider carefully what everyone, uh, what everyone thinks is right, others view as good, honorable, is good or noble before all people. Do your best to to live in peace with everyone, if as if it is possible. That is from your own point of view. So you you try to live at peace with everyone. Try to make sure that. There's nothing that is lodged in your heart. You know, when it is lodged in your heart, you are not able to pray. You are not able to sense the Spirit of God. And the Lord wants us to pray always. And we meditate in our heart and communicate with the Lord in our heart. Our heart is the communication point with the Spirit of the living God. So we do not want anything to cloud our hearts, want to have a free heart, a free uh, atmosphere that we can communicate with him. That is why he's saying, for our own best interest, for our best interest, my best interest, who is angry, who uh, is right, maybe somebody offend me, I'm right, but yet I still have to what? Free my heart live in peace with everyone. Hallelujah. Verse 19 says, he said, um, <clears throat> verse 19, let's go there. Verse 19 says, uh, if there be love, avenge not yourself, but rather give place to your right, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, say the Lord. You see, our own understanding, our carnal mind calls for what? Vengeance. Calls for us to avenge right now. If possible, kill. Pray to kill that person. Pray to destroy. See, but the Lord is saying, give no place to what? To write. You see, for it is written, vengeance is mine. Say the Lord. You see, the way we will pay is different from the way God will pay. Our payment, we may not be able to pay in the way God will pay, but that is why he's saying vengeance is his. See, so vengeance is his. Let's allow him to do his own. You see, let's allow him to play the way he wants to play. You see, we may, we may play the way we want, but that is contrary to what God wants. You see, of what use is it when we see that person dead? Of what use to gain? You see, so my understanding is that we should pray that person gets get, uh, saved and come to the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So our prayer is to change, to to pray, uh, 
I mean, to pray for the Lord to touch the heart of that person who is evil. You see, because he's evil by virtue of the father is being used by Satan. Satan is the author of evil. So, and the Lord said he will repay in a measure that is best to that person. You see, so therefore, if thy enemy, verse 20 says, therefore, if thy enemy hunger, feed him. If he test, give him drink. For so, for in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. So we should not allow evil to be the dominating control in our hearts. Rather, let us overcome evil with good. We don't want to be, uh, we don't want any, any, we don't want to be used, I mean, controlled by beat and brittle in all this. You see, when we have our own understanding, we will be led by beat and brittle. We live like horse. We live like what? More or donkey's life. We will be beaten here. We will have crisis here. We have uh, uh, crisis there because we are not leaning on God's understanding. We are not allowing him to lead us. He said, I will lead you in the way you should go, step by step. He will teach us. See, we don't need to yield ourselves to crisis until we change, until pains, until we change. We do not need to go into all these pains before we yield to him. So we just allow him, Lord, have your way in me. Teach me. Use me, Lord. I'm yielding myself. See, as much as it depends on us, we need to live by this standard, God's standards, living in the promise of God, allowing him to steer our ship. See, and James chapter 3 also talks about that. You see, James chapter 1, uh, when you read that, you will see so many parts of it. Time is uh, fast spent. My time is almost uh, almost ending. Uh, just for your own uh, uh, reading, read James chapter 1, verse 26. And also read James chapter 3, verse 3 to 5. And also... James chapter 4, uh, verse 7 to uh, 11, okay? And, and let us watch our tongues and let's watch the way we speak to our fellow brothers, our fellow sisters, and let us watch the way we deal with our brothers, our sisters, and let's watch the way we react to people when we get offended and let's not live by the world standards. Do not let us not allow the the things of this world beginning to uh, control us in the way we live, in the way we react to our God. We should not allow that to control us. Rather we should live by the fruit of the Spirit. We should allow love, joy, peace, uh, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, uh, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. He said, against all these, there's no law, see? And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passion and desire. And he went on to say, if we live in the Spirit, let also walk in it. That is living a life of uh, sacrifice. Be a living sacrifice. You give yourself to him. Give yourself to people. You yield ourselves to everyone. See, we crucify ourselves, sacrifice ourselves to the people. We become a living sacrifice for everyone. Greater love has no one that this, that he gave his life to his friends. So giving our life to our brothers, giving our life to our sisters, paramount to having an understanding of God to avail the bit and brittle that is 
for horse or the donkeys. So we need to live by him. We need to live and seek him. He said if we live if if we uh, and and he concluded by saying that do not be cons- uh, 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 be not uh, let, let me quickly uh, see the the last part that is Galatians chapter five Galatians chapter five and he said let us not become desirous of any vain glory provoking one another and envying one another you see very important uh, desirous of vain glory uh, provoking another that is in so we thank God for what he's doing and I believe and I believe that you are in this and God will lead you he will teach you today he will guide you in the way they should go in the name of Jesus he will teach you and he will uh, direct you lead you today in every area of your, of your life in the name of Jesus so Stay with God and let the Spirit of God teach you. Let him seek you. Hear him. And and he will also speak to you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So see you next time. We love you. God loves you more. And remain blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.